Welcome to the Gentleman Ultra Podcast. Uh, today, I'm delighted to be joined by Empoli and All Whites defender, uh, Livy Kakachi. Livy, thanks for joining me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. welcoming me on. No worries. How, how's your, how's your, your, your mini off-season, your break treating you? Yeah, obviously, it's uh, new to everyone. Um, luckily, I had two weeks off and I got to explore a bit of uh, Europe. I chose not to, to go back home. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the time off, got to spend some time uh, with some, some quality people, and yeah, definitely enjoyed the time off. Yeah, nice. Is that the uh, the big advantage to living in the the heart of Tuscany? How uh, the ease of travel around Europe and Italy, etc. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, traveling one hour here in Italy, you can get to get to Milan through the train. Um, whereas when you're in Wellington, you travel one hour, you get to to Auckland. Um, <laughs> In the plane, so yeah, it's um, it's much easier, much more accessible um, the travel in Europe, and um, and yeah, it's I'm lucky enough to be in Europe playing my football, and, and that's that's what I enjoy. So yeah, I'm very fortunate to, to be playing in Florence. Yeah, yeah. So you you've been in, so you mate, you of course you had two seasons or two and a half seasons in the A League uh, with Wellington. Yeah, uh, you won the. Harry Kuehl medal a few years back for the the most outstanding under twenty three player in the league, and um, you, you've had like a, a I guess a, a sort of a rise, and you've had eyes on Italy for a while now. You're always I, I remember reading here like you being linked to a few moves to Italy. Was that always a, an ambition? Obviously to move to Italy, even even Europe as much, but um, to Italy with your family background and Italian Italian connection. Yeah, for sure. Um, I used to watch. Um, Italy play when I was five, six years old, watching at the World Cup. And from there, I kind of realized that I wanted to become a professional footballer and, and, um, and play in Italy. Um, I didn't think it was going to happen this quickly when I, when I started playing professionally. Um, but yeah, it's always been a dream of mine to play in Italy. And um, it was a, it was a, it's been a very good uh, 12 months. It's coming up to 12 months in February. So yeah, I've, I've, Thoroughly enjoyed my my stay here and and hope to you know you know really kick on these next six months yeah. and um, really show Italy what what I can do really yeah yeah it was it's, it was even bizarre like just watching the, that first game versus Atalanta like how cool it was it was like I was excited for you watching it just going there's Livy Kakachi he was just he was in the A League yeah, yeah, yeah. now all of a sudden he's there like it, it's still wasn't it was really bizarre to see it like even just on tv just it was, it was yeah crazy. it's it's yeah. for me it is as well when i watch the replays or when i see highlights <laughs> um i still can't believe you know i'm playing at this level at, at my age um but you know i've got my, my parents to you know keep me grounded and and my friends around and keep me grounded so um you know i'm obviously working really hard and hopefully you know get more of these experiences um more frequently so i'm i'm trying my best every day and and um, hopefully I can play more minutes at this level because obviously, like I've said before, it's my, my dream to play um, in Italy. Yeah. You, you mentioned your parents there. Is it, are obviously, that obviously any, any parents would be stoked to see their son move over, but um, is it true your, your dad in particular is a Napoli fan? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Both, both my parents are from Napoli, from a, from a town in, uh, called Massa Lebrenza. It's about an hour away from Naples. Um, my dad was born there, um, and you know he's he's a big Napoli fan. And obviously, when he watched me on on TV play 
um, earlier this year against them. You know, it brought tears to his eyes. Um, and due to COVID, they couldn't come, obviously, last, last season. But, um, you know, this year they came for three months and they got to watch me. Um, I think it was the Roma game live, the, the one I played 30 minutes. Um, so obviously that was a, a very special moment for me and my family, obviously for them to, to watch me live play and play in Italy. Um, and it's, it was great to have them here and show them, you know, where I'm based and what I do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how has that been like off the field and even like having your parents there? Is it, is it all sort of settled down now? Like you, you know, your way around the place, you know, how to drive to yeah, the fastest, yeah, sure. quickest way to the training ground, you know, you know, how to cook, yeah, how to talk, uh, all that stuff. <laughs> Empoli is a very small town. Um, it takes me about 10 minutes to get from, from home to training, from, to the training ground. And, um, you know, I like, I like Empoli because it's, you know, it's, it's easy. It's, you know, very calming. It's, it's a small, tight-knit community, very family-orientated. Um, and then you have Florence that's 30 minutes away. So it's very easy to go there if you want to, you know, sit down, have a coffee and enjoy, like, the afternoon off. Um, and so I'm, I'm enjoying having been able to go to Florence and really, you know, go shopping or really enjoy myself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously nice to be an employee in very calm space. Yeah, very different to Wellington and its surrounds. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Wellington is also very small if you compare it to, you know, like the likes of Sydney. Mm. Um, but I, I do miss home. Wellington's always going to be home. And um, when, I, when I have the chance when the season's finished, I, I do try to come back home and, you know, really connect back to the family and where I was born. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So have you seen I like... In, I try to pop into the city of Phoenix when I can as well. Yeah, that's so right. I, I want to watch a game live again, but, you know, the, the season's been you know, up and down, really. Yeah, and the summer season. And it's good now, of course, because they're, they're finally back at home and finally yeah, able yeah, to play in Wellington cool. again, which is awesome. It's great for the, the, you know, their home fans and the members and the, the sponsors and all that sort of jazz. Yeah, and I've heard they've got uh, great new facilities as well. Mm. Um, that's what I've heard, and hopefully I can have a look at that as well. But it, it'll be great for you know the future of Wellington Phoenix, um, yeah. and they're doing they're doing pretty well this season as well. Yeah. Um, it's good yeah. that um, I think when they do well, good. when they do well, the All Whites do well as well. Like you know, you've got that that system of players and that like their academy as well, like the setup. Like, did you come through that similar sort of academy? Did you like the reserve team playing in the? In the New yep. Zealand. I, I, I started. I started in the Phoenix Academy. Yeah. Um. I came through there. Uh. It all. It all happened really quickly. You know. I was. I was there for. Um. A year in the academy. Went to the reserves. Um. I played a, a season in the national league, in New Zealand, and then I, I was playing centre back actually. Um. For. For my academy and reserve games, and um. When I was about, I think it was 18 when I made my debut, 17 or 18, so I can't remember. Um, we were losing 4-0 to Sydney. And the, the coach at the time, Dario Kelizic, he, he saw me on the bench and he goes, um, can you play left-back? And I hadn't, I hadn't played there, um, believe it or not. I don't think many people know the story, but I was, um, I was naturally a centre-back when I was growing up. And my debut, I had to play there 
for the first time and um he I kind of he kind of chucked me there and you know I I was told not told but you know sink or swim basically you know and I <laughs> I thought I did well at the time Sydney were the champions um and I thought I did pretty well and from there I kind of played left back and yep. up to it and then it kind of just yeah run that way run, run that way career, and run yeah. back this way <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. stuck to that, and yes, I've got a, I've got a, you know, a living on. So. Yeah, how how different is it? Like, you know, because when you're playing amateur football, I guess at at, at my level and, and anyone else's level who may be listening, but like, you know, you just think centre back, left back, it's just you know, ten meters that way. But how different did you find it? Find it from even at that New Zealand Premiership level, and at the yeah, reserves a, level, like, you know, it's, it's a yeah, lot different. Yeah, for sure, and also fitness wise. Um, it's, it's different running. Um, I was doing a lot more high intensity. I was doing a lot more sprinting, obviously. Um, and I wasn't as fit as I, I wanted to be. And I had to really work hard at that. Um, and obviously there's a lot more space in the national league. And obviously you have to, you have to think quicker and in a fullback position. Um, you have to, like I said, run more. But, you know, playing center back, you also got to work on, you know, your, your communication skills and your leadership skills. And that's one thing, you know, I can, I can really improve on, but it really helped me when I was younger to play in that center back role. Mm, yeah. And is that the, like, is that pathway for the all whites in New Zealand football? Or is that something that should be like, it should be a lock for, for not only just Wellington Phoenix, but for, for the younger kids to get those minutes and that, that game time through the New Zealand premiership if and the reserves. If yeah, for sure. I think I've always said it. I think, Getting minutes at a young age is very important, you know, um, and that, and that's where you learn and grow as a football. Obviously, you have the coaching and and the training sessions to help you improve, but ultimately, you know, the pressures in the game, and that's when you and that's when it comes down to you know decision making, and that's what really helped me is I think dealing dealing with the pressure at a young age and, and playing a lot of games really helped me improve at at a quicker rate um, than I, I guess other other players. Yeah. Um, and I was very fortunate enough to to play um, under various coaches in the A League and National Premiership. Yeah, and do you, do you notice that now? Like, because you like you made the move to Belgium in twenty twenty, I think it was, wasn't it? Twenty 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 one season. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then like you had your one season in Belgium, and then jumped over. Yeah, luckily enough, like, I played one season. Uh, one. Oh. Yeah, I played a season in Belgium. And yeah. then, um, yeah, now since coming here, I've kind of had to deal with, you know, not playing. And that's been hard. You know, I've never had to experience that, but mm. it was always, it was always going to happen. I thought, yeah. um, in, in my career, but you know, um, it's also another learning curve for me. Yeah. And I've yeah. just got to use every day as. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, have you know, have you even noticed your game like last 12, 18 or 12, 24 months? Like how much it's changed yeah. or, and, and how. Yeah. Different? I, I even from let's say the, the qualification game in um, in Qatar for the national team, and then I look at look at the previous game I played the friendly game against um, Soswala. I think it's um, I've come leaps and bounds in terms of of um, how, how I'm playing, and I also had to change up how I how I play in this in this league. You know, it's very tactical, um, very patient build up. Um, so I had to you know to change the way I play and. And, you know, 
fit to how the coach wants me to play as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How hard is that, like, with New Zealand? Because, like, we see it here, and it used to happen, like, with the Socceroos. Like, you'd, you'd see them play, like, two games, for, you know, in a short space of a week, and then all of a sudden they don't meet up again for another 12, 18 months, you know, given that there's a uh, qualification campaign for a World Cup or, like, as you guys are with Oceania. Oceania. How difficult is it to get like momentum and yeah. get familiar with your teammates, you know, given that you haven't seen each other for six months or seven months be the case, you know, like, like the playoff, like you mentioned for the world cup, is it, is it hard to sort of come back and surround yourself? I know it'd be good to be back with, you know, family and friends in yeah. New Zealand, but on the field, different. It, it is, it is difficult. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there are such big breaks in between the international windows. Um, lucky enough, I, I played with most of these, uh, my teammates when I was younger. Um, and that, that's helped a lot, you know, created such a tight knit, um, bond, um, off the pitch. And that's really helped us, you know, when we, when we go onto the pitch, um, obviously you know that we've got such a young team as well. So we can only, only get better and, and produce better football, um, in the coming years. But, um, we just, we just hope that we have more frequent games coming up in this next next year and um, and really start to build towards, you know, 2026. Mm. So you've got, a, I think there's a couple of games against Qatar and Japan coming up in a few months, I think. Like, But then yeah. you, had, you had those those two matches against Australia and almost felt like that was sort of it. And then, you know, I'll see you again in six months or whatever be the case. It, yeah, it must be. Yeah, uh, yeah. apart from the travel, um, I love that tour, you know, the, against, against the Aussies. Um, yeah. You know, there's a certain bit of rivalry there, and you know, I love the aspect of the home and away series. Um, and it's always special to play in front of your home fans. Um, you know, before before that game in Auckland, I hadn't played in front of the home fans for three years, um, or two three years it was. So yeah, it was a long time coming, but it's it's always a special moment to yeah. to, to play for your national team and to to play um, in your home. Home yeah, it's cool. I like your um your international record. It's got like OFC under seventeen champions, uh, under seventeen World Cup, like twenty eighteen Intercontinental Cup. Then you then you play the Olympics as well. It's like you know yeah. only like twelve games old into your career, and you've already you know been at a few major tournaments, I guess. And and like you mentioned, yeah. there, you got your eyes on twenty twenty six already. Yeah, watching watching the last World Cup, you know. <laughs> I just just really want to be in this next one. It's obviously everyone wants to play the World Cup, um, and you know most of us will be at our prime. You know, most of us will be 26, uh, 27, 28 years old. So hopefully we can really push and hopefully really change the you know the dynamic, the aspect um, of New Zealand football, and and really show the young kids coming through that you know we can do basically what Australia showed. You know. Um, the world that the A League or football in Oceania is is not too far away from the level in Europe, and we can really come against the and show them what we can do against these bigger nations. Yeah, yeah, and and like there's a few Kiwis starting to move overseas now, and like you've had like Nico Kerwin's been in Italy for five, six years, I think now. Um, and yeah, there's a there's, few more scattered a, a throughout Europe. Yeah, we've got a good connection in Scandinavia. A lot of them have gone through there. Um, there's a, obviously Alex Grieve in Scotland. 
Um, there's a few Aussies as well there in Scotland. Mm. Um, and hopefully they can keep coming through. Hopefully the, the Phoenix can keep producing young talent. Um, and the more, the more Kiwis there are in Europe, the better it is for the national team. Mm. Yeah. And have you, do you ever get the chance to speak to Matt Garvitt? Like I know he's been, you know, he's received a lot of praise and he's, you know, he's doing really well for a young kid at Tudino. Um, like how cool is that? There's more New Zealanders in, a, in Italy than there is Australians, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, it's, it's, it's great to have uh, Matt close to me as well. He's only two hours on the train away from me. Um, we're very close as well. We, we speak most days. Um, and, you know, I'm very happy for him. Hopefully he can, you know, kick on and maybe get his Serie A debut. Um, I saw he came on in the cup, was it? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been on the bench a couple of times. It's, yeah, he's been on the bench, I think, almost every week. Yeah, so, it's really, very uh, close. He's very close. Um, but, you know, I spoke to him and I, I you know, tell him, keep going. And, you know, maybe that one one game, you might you might get the minutes and hopefully show the coach that you, you're at this level. Yeah, yeah. Was it was that part of, like, your, like your reasoning in joining, like you joined mid-season, like in January? Did you, were you aware of what was happening? Like, were you aware of you being linked with Empoli or were you, were you comfortable in Belgium? Like Belgium? Were you happy to see at the season there? Did you just have to take the opportunity? Like, is there something you just couldn't say no to? Yeah. It, um, the January transfer market obviously opened. And I was, I was seeing interest. I was talking with my agent. There was a bit of interest in Italy, um, but it wasn't from Empoli. Um, that was around mid-January and then literally the last last week of January um, I got a phone call from my agent saying Empoli interested you know um, their, their left back just uh, did his ACL so they, they obviously need a left back um, and so when I heard that I you know I, I dropped all my things and said you know do whatever you can to make it happen um, and then the 31st the 30th, the 31st of January, you know, I heard, and um, it was all done, you know, right on deadline day. And I quickly rushed over to Empoli to sign the papers, and um, it literally happened on deadline day. Yeah. yeah. And um, I didn't think, obviously, from the 31st, the next week, I was, I was already playing in Serie A, like I already made my debut against Bologna. So, again, it happened very quickly. Um but it was just a crazy uh, two two weeks. I mean, in February, the start of February. Yeah. How hard is it like off the field to get your head around everything or, or was it okay? Like it wasn't too difficult for you? Obviously before I came, I was thinking like, what's, what's going to, what's about to hit me. Um, but the, the players and the staff were, were very welcoming. were very, you know, very easy with me. Um, I've got a fellow, uh friend here who's who's from Scotland. Um he was the only one who, who spoke um fluent English here and he really uh helped me settle in and um and really got me you know feeling at home. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well you had like you're referring to Liam Henderson there on yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, like Liam. made a made a career for himself. Like he's spent so much time in Italy now. It's yeah, 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 he was the first Scotsman in Syria, I think. Um, 
And now there's a few of them, but he, he's, yeah, he's a top guy, top bloke. He's really helped me settle in. And also the, um, the staff as well helped me settle in a lot. So, mm. um, yeah, with, with Liam, yeah, we, we talk we talk every day. We're, we're very close. He's, he's like my older brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously there's a bit of an age gap, but, um, yeah, we, we're very close now. Yeah, it's it's cool because I know, like, you speak to people who support, like, Hellas Verona, and he's still, like, so fondly re- remembered in Verona, even mm. just for, you know, like, some of his off-field stuff and, you know, him going to visit schools and him just walking around the town, sitting there having a coffee and talking to people. And, yeah, he's 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 um, he's definitely one of the most popular players um, around the league. Yeah it's, yeah, it's awesome to see him doing well. He's played a, a lot of big clubs. Um and, you know, he helps him as well on the pitch, not just off the pitch. Um, he's got a lot of experience and, um, you know, he, he really takes me under his wing and, and, um, and really helps me. And he's told me some, some great stories about um, his time playing at Verona and Bardi, um, Lecce. Yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been around. And yeah, he's a, for sure. Yeah. Is that, is that the most difficult part, like, that we – that we, as in you know, us watching the game, we don't see like the off-field stuff, like it when you when you make those types of transfer moves. Yeah, I've I've been a part of some some great dressing rooms. Um, you know, uh, a, a lot a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes, but um, you know, I'm really happy here um, off the pitch. You know, the you know everyone's lovely people to. It's a good balance, um, you know, old, young guys here. Um, and they also, you know, you know, take the fun out of me for, uh, for having such an Italian name but not speaking fluently, you know, um, Italian. How's it um, coming along? How's the language barrier? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's not talk about that. Um, can you understand? Can you understand more? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can understand most things. It's just yeah. me able to translate into words. Um, I can have almost have a conversation, you know, but I just can't speak fluently. Um, but I'm trying. I'm going to start start doing lessons. But um, you know, I, I get by. You know, I can understand the coach. I can understand my teammates. And that's most important. But I just want to be able to, you know, have you know full full fledged conversations with people and you know have a joke with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you you had to, you know. Rewind two or three years ago, back to young Libby. I guess is any advice you'd give yourself, or is any anything you'd tell yourself if back in hindsight now? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yeah, well, take, take, take lessons earlier. Take Italian lessons earlier. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, take, take, it's funny take that because even when I was trying to organise this, and, and it, they keep referring to. Liberato, and I'll gag it. Uh, this is, you know, if you can find Liberato, and I was like, wait, are they talking about the same player here? Because I'm trying to talk to yeah. Libby. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'd say, yes, one thing I'd say to my younger self is listen to my mum and dad about taking lessons. <laughs> um, they were on to me about it. They, they would speak to me in Italian um, when I was younger, but, you know, I just, I just never clicked onto it. I never. I never went the extra yard into taking lessons and you know learning the language. Yeah, make life easier, life easier. Yeah, you never got to Italian school in Wellington. 
I never had that. Didn't you force you to go as a kid? <laughs> no, I did. I did when I was younger. But when I when I started playing uh, for the Phoenix, I was a bit busy. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Very cool. All right, Livy. Well, uh, I'll let you go. I know it's the end of a, a long day for you. There, training. Go and get yourself something to eat and enjoy the yeah. life, enjoy the life in Tuscany. Thanks very much for joining me. It's much appreciated. No, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, obviously, we're at the time. And thanks for getting up um, mid-sleep and taking the time to, to ask some questions. Oh, no. All good. All good. I'm sure we'll, t- we'll talk again, hopefully, before 2026. But it'd be awesome to see New Zealand back on the, <laughs> the sure. big stage. Yeah. Thanks again. Happy New cool. Year as well. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, all the best to you and all the best for the season when it all kicks off again. Enjoy the, enjoy the summer as well. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. That was a great chat with Libby Kakachi of Empoli and the All Whites. Uh, thanks for listening. There's plenty more Calcio goodness on the Gentleman Ultra, regardless of who you support. Plenty there in the archives for everyone to read and to enjoy. Uh, plenty of great podcasts too on the feed. Uh, make your way through all the episodes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast. It's all very much appreciated. Thanks for listening and enjoy your culture.